Getting it relaxed. Getting it relaxed. Uh, uh, we, hey, it's too late now. We have started, y'all. Are we live? We are live. Come on. You know it's Tuesday at 5 p.m. You know what time yep. it is. Hey, yep. what's going on, everybody? You are tuned in to the Anything Can Happen show with Kenya Asa, Quezzy Dreams, and your man, Cat Fitness. Hey. And we are bringing you another amazing episode with a great topic that is... It's it's gonna get deep, y'all. I, I think we're uh -oh. gonna touch touch a lot of different things that you might want to stay tuned to. But before we get started, I want Miss Kenya to give Miss Yasmina a great introduction and tell everybody who we're actually sitting with today. Let's go. That's right. So you guys, I am uh, so honored to be welcoming my beautiful, amazing friend, Yasmina Porter. That sounds uh, exotic. She, <laughs> it is. It is exotic. She is exotic. Exotic. Um, <laughs> Yasmina is a Fulbright scholar, y'all. She holds a master's degree in theater from the University of Wisconsin, Wisconsin-Madison, and is a professor of mindfulness at Cabrillo College, Santa Cruz. She has spent the last 30 years as a full-time educator and coach, drawing on many movement mindfulness theater traditions and has dedicated her life to bringing the best of Africa into her daily life and work in America. Welcome mm. to Anything Can Happen. Uh -oh. Lovely Miss Porter. Anything will happen. A round of applause. But before we get too deep into this conversation, y'all, if you're tuned in right now, make sure you hit the subscribe, the like button. And yes. we have it live right now. So feel free to comment because this this conversation is about to get deep and we want you guys to join us, guys and yes. gals, to join us in this conversation. Okay. Yes. So Tap I, in. I know I know Miss Kenya has a lot of questions. I have a lot of questions. You know I do. Yeah, I, I, I know we all probably do. I, I just want to, if I want, I'm going to go ahead and just spit, spit it out there. Yasmina, what do we need to know? What's the, what's, what's the top thing that you think that people need to know who are ready to, or who believe that they're ready to seek love or start uh, dating? Some people haven't been dating for a really long time. We've been in this pandemic. Mm. Um, people are afraid really often to even get out there, um, even with um, vaccinations coming and, and, and all these things. People are still, we've been locked in our homes for so long. I think that people are afraid to get out there and to put their heart out there to other people. It can be a very scary thing. We're all kind of trying mm. to recover from trauma and so what would you say is something that people need to to know about themselves or need to um, consider as they're starting to kind of creep back into the dating scene? Mm. That's a loaded question. It is. <laughs> One bite at a time. I try. I try to, to keep them locked and loaded, y'all. Mm. It's beautiful. Now, the first thing that I was gonna say, I can't say it without knowing that there's, there's two things that go together. Okay, so first is what has you radiate from the inside? What kind mm. of lights you up on the inside of yourself? Mm. You know, so that um, sometimes people will say to me, you know, well, 
how do you meet you know somebody or just how do you meet somebody and i'll mm. say me personally i could just walk outside and sit on a bench and people will just walk up to me because wow. I, you, if you know what lights you up on the inside, then you begin to radiate that. The, yeah. the reason why a lot of women don't do that is because of what you also alluded to, having things that, you know, or, and men too, you've been heartbroken before, you've been betrayed, different things have happened. So what goes along with that is also practicing your boundaries, practicing, mm. Mm. saying yes, and no, and maybe, and Kenya knows that I have a whole body of work around that. Cause most people have their go-to thing. Like they either always say yes, or they mm -hmm. always say no, or they always mm -hmm. say maybe. People are just, a lot of times they don't even realize that they have like a kind of an automatic thing and whatever is your automatic thing, you have to learn to so you're saying some people might others. be pro. Is that, what, is, is that what we're trying to- I'm trying saying- to most people, when you get to, you're a mature person, you have figured out some things that work for you, or you've just been doing a certain thing, even if it's not working for you. Wow, 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 wow. Let, let's talk about that though. I know yeah. that's, been a, that's been a really hot topic lately, this, uh, this conversation around boundaries, right? Mm. Especially during COVID with, you know, people being closer to their spouse than they might've been in the last 15 years, <laughs> day yeah. in, day out. Whether they wanted to, whether they wanted to be or not. Yeah, right. Yeah. 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 used to be like the nine to five. Yeah. <laughs> you had your escape time. Nine to five and five to nine, right? So what, what is that, if you could just break that down for the average listener who doesn't know what boundaries are, especially within the context of like human to human interaction, what, what does that look like? Mm. Okay, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna answer through an example. Because again, the two things that I just said, they really go hand in hand to be that one thing that you talked about, which is the knowing what helps you to radiate kind of joy and a sense of connection, um, you know, to God or to your higher self, whatever helps you to kind of shine that light on the inside of you that connects mm -hmm. you to the divine or to all goodness and all love. Knowing that is really important. And then when you radiate that, you're going to attract Right. Your spouse might be coming. Your kids might be coming. Everybody might be coming towards you. And so you need to have that boundary. And so that boundary can actually look like saying the thing that you love and naming that you need to protect your time to do that thing, to be the person that they want you to be. Like, for example, let's say it's your baby girl and you're you know, you're doing guitar because guitar lights you up. So you're playing your guitar and then your baby girl wants to come and sit on your lap. And so a boundary could look like saying, you know, playing guitar is what helps daddy to feel good and to love you and to throw you up in the air. But I just need, you know, I need to have a little time by myself to do this because this helps me to be like the best daddy I can be. Right. And so you can extrapolate that to your boss, to your wife. So it's not so much of a saying no, it is saying no, but it's really saying yes to yourself. Mm, yeah, yeah. It's saying yes to that thing that helps you be the person that you want to be and that they enjoy being around. Yeah. Right. Oftentimes yeah. saying no uh, to other people means saying yes to yourself. And so, but then what you'll find often is that there are people who that does not work for. People close to you in your life that don't want to hear no that reject your boundaries 
Um, and that can be spouses, that can be friends. I've experienced that many times with friends who I need my private time, I need my alone time. I'm an only child and I enjoy my own. I was an only child for 20 years and I enjoy wow. my own company, right? And so what do you say to people who are like, no, I need your attention. You know, I need, I need your attention right now. I can't wait for you to be ready. Mm. Well, this might be controversial, but we said everything's, you know, on the table here. Anything Personally, happen. I feel like a boundary is something that you maintain. That's your boundary. It's not mm -hmm. somebody else's job to respect your boundary. It's your job to respect your boundary because it's yours. It's their mm -hmm. job to respect their boundary. Interesting. So for me, especially, I mostly coach women, you know, and I tell women, I'm like, they're like, well, I said this and I said that, I said this, I said, you're talking to a man. A man is not listening to your words. He's looking at your actions. Mm. If you said no, you know, then get your purse, grab your bag, walk out the door, do what you need to do to hold your boundary. You so too, King. Like, oh, you geez, too, King. You walk out the door, King. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I, I, I definitely hear what you're saying because you have to essentially whatever you're looking for on the outside, you have to find it within first, right? For for that person that you you want to love you from head to toe, you have to love yourself from head to toe first, right? Ooh. If it's things that you're distracted yeah. and, and you're not you're not happy with yourself, you know, people are going to find that you, that's what you're going to attract at the end that's of the day. That's what's going to be radiating out of you. And I think yeah. that's what, what Yasmina was saying is that your energy is is what other people can feel even if it just, that's just the laws of this universe even if they're just walking by you they can feel your energy that you're putting forth and if you're feeling low and sad or or angry or depressed or whatever um sometimes that's a deep, deep issue. Sometimes that's a psychological issue or a psychiatric issue. And sometimes that's just a mood, you know, because mm. whatever we're feeling in this moment isn't the feeling that's going to stay in this moment or that's going to stay throughout the day. And so one of the things I always feel like, and I want you to um, uh, tell me if you agree with this, Yasmina, is that if you are overall not radiating the kind of positivity that you want to get back, what can you do to, because you want a positive partner. You want a partner that radiates love and joy and care for you and you will- You have can, to hold that energy. Yes, yes, Come on. Come on. right. Yes. So yes. You have to yeah. hold that how do you move, how do you move past that moment into a greater sense of, of, uh, of joy? I'm a boomerang this back at y'all too, because mm, what I on. think is, it's very personal. Mm. You know, like you were saying, you know, be positive. I'm going to be honest with you. I know I know some couples. They're not close friends of mine, but I've met them. They radiate on negativity and they love it. They mm. go around hating on people and that's their yeah. bond. So mm -hmm. it's, it's, mm -hmm. it's, yes. it's individual. Yes. <laughs> you, know I'm a bond. But, you know, like if you want somebody positive, then you don't have to be positive. But here's my question and I'll answer for myself. What lights you up? I know for me, right. it's swimming. I mm -hmm. go swimming every morning at 6.30 a.m. And when I'm done, I float on my back in the hot tub and I look at the sky and I look at the trees. Mm. And that's what like that's what lights me up. 
you know, so I know that doing that, starting my day before any, before my kids or anybody can get me off of my game, I put myself and I, I figure out what lights me up and do those things. And I, I don't always have access to a pool. So I sing gospel music. I will uh, praise dance. I, I do um, bubbles. Sometimes I blow bubbles or I have finger paints and I'll just do like finger paints. Wow. You know, whatever. That's that's just me. That's just what lights me up and makes me happy. This is good. And that's this that's good. what that's what when I wrote my book, um, that is what spirit and spirituality. My book is about spirituality and spirit spiritual is in the title. And so I researched the actual meaning of that word, and the meaning of that word is what brings you joy, what lights up your spirit, what lights up your being. And if we are not able to tap into um, what that is for you, it's swimming and all this other, those, the things you just mentioned, for me, it's dancing and singing and, and, and hula hooping and <laughs> stuff like that, then, or gardening for sure, then we're not able to, um, we're not able to, because we're busy, you know, we talk a lot about how busy we are. We're busy trying to make our money. We're busy working. We're busy trying to take care of other people. And so if we don't take the time to tap into uh, our spirit or what makes our spirit breathe, um, then we're not able to we're not able to express ourselves to our potential partner and maybe right. draw our potential partner to us because that energy is just not there. Wow. And that that's good. So like on the topic of mindful dating, right? It sounds like, Yasmin, and correct me if I'm wrong, but it sounds like you're saying the best place to start is with what, like dating yourself or getting to know yourself so you can attract the partner that you want? Yes, mm -hmm. absolutely. So absolutely. Let's, let's, get, let's get to the root of things right now. Cause you know we're we're kind of we're glancing around and playing <laughs> really? and we're we don't want to glance. Right we don't want to so let, glance. Let's, let's talk. Let's talk for real. What yeah. about the people out there that's getting the the facelift, the the butt list, the butt implants, the Gucci bags to uh -oh. attract that? What are they really attracting at the end of the day? You know what I'm saying? Like if that's if that's where I'm starting at. If I'm starting here and wanting to show the world and check this out, what am I going to attract at the end of the day? You know, putting that type of energy out into the world. Don't be Jesus. He has me to speak to I'm us. I'm just saying. I, you know, like, I let's, have let's, a let's get there. variety of clients that I have worked with. And I'm like, if it makes you happy, you and your person mm -hmm. in the quietness of your home, this is making you happy. You know, mm -hmm. that's not my bag, the Gucci bag and all that. But like I said, I start my day working out at 630 in the morning. So mm -hmm. I'm when I'm at the gym, I'm attracting people who are working out in the morning. So that's wow. part of like, if you are that person, I know this is not kind of where you were going, but I'm like, if you're that person that you're all about shopping, that's what you're going to meet. If you're that person mm -hmm. that you're always hanging out in the bar, that's who you're going to meet. So, mm -hmm. you know, you have to think about what are you trying to attract? Because mm -hmm. if you're always out shopping and this is what you're showing and you attract a gold digger, then, you know, yeah. or you attract the alcoholic. Throw the, the ladies under the bus, the guys have to, you know, the guy that has to have the, the certain kind of car and the certain, oh, you know, yeah. I'm saying all these material Probably. things. If yeah. I'm just constantly putting material things into the universe, I'm going to get a material woman back, you know, yeah. somebody that but only some loves that, those though. items. Some people want that. Yeah. Some people like that, so we they, can't judge. Saying it's right or wrong. Oh, yeah. let's, let's go. Let's go Sigma Freud on them. Like, do they really want that? 
Is that mm. what they're actually pursuing or is there another level to it? I think some people are. I think some people are. I really do. I think some people are actively pursuing somebody that they can grow financially with. And that's not a bad thing, you know, because some people are like, oh, well, all I need is love. That's also not a bad thing. I think you need to know yourself and and don't be mad at at what you get if you're radiating a certain energy. Yes. Mm. And I see somebody has written a question here. But I'm, before I go to the question, I even regret using that word gold digger because it's always used to describe women. Mm. Yes, it is. It's always it is. Yes, it is. And I'll say as for myself as a, as a woman, um, there is nothing wrong with your man treating you right. Sure. I mean, can you describe that though? What is right when you say yeah. treating you right? Like what, what is makes that? Because when good? I think, what yeah, makes like, you feel good? If it, if if so, Kenya knows what I'm talking about. We had somebody that worked with us recently, and this person had uh, been married to somebody who would never wash a dish, never mm. buy her anything, never bring her a flower, and finally she divorced him. Mm. And I'm like, girl, what was you doing? Like, why were you doing? So this is this is the, this is going to almost sound like the opposite of what I just said. But you have to think about what you attract. Now, if you're giving, 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 sometimes you're actually going to attract a taker. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Right? So you have to Absolutely. find that balance. Mm -hmm. Or just recognize, recognize it when the signs present itself. Right. Yeah. So with that particular woman, I wish that she had come to me before she had gotten divorced. Cause I was like, if you want mm. your man to stand up, you need to sit down. You are doing mm. way too much. That's a good one. That's a good one. If you want your man to stand up, you need to sit down. Oh, Woo! Yeah. Like baby, I'm That's tired. Sit hey, you, gotta, down. you gotta put that on a shirt. You gotta, you gotta, gotta know, honey. Oh my That's goodness. Man. Oh, that quote of the year. That is, <laughs> like that. That is gold. But seriously, seriously, y'all, before we continue to answer this question, if you're watching this right now, either live or in the rebroadcast, subscribe on YouTube. Go to YouTube, click that subscribe button. It's very easy to find. And hit, hit, hit the on notification YouTube. button. So every week you can get it. You already know the deal. Tuesday at 5 o'clock. And also follow us at ACH.show on Instagram. At ACH.show on Instagram. Mm -hmm. We're going to get that TikTok going too. The conversation is, is going in the comments, y'all. We got to keep them. We got to keep this conversation keep it going. Let's, keep so it let's going, answer this so. first question. We got two. We got two coming in hot right now. So let's, mm -hmm. let's address this first one. So I got it right here. Um, you, should you consistently be radiating the good good feeling or should you be practicing this? Right. Should you constantly be rating this good feeling? Should we practice yeah. this? That's good a really question. great question. Well, may hmm. I? Yeah, please, please do. Please. please do. So actually, there's two answers, which is almost always going to be my answer to things. There's more than one um, thing that, that you have to put together to make it be true. It's like the masculine and the feminine. You have to have balance. So first of all, it is important to practice the good feeling. I have this like seven step program and that's the step one is called breathe. So when you're on a date to just breathe mm. and notice what is pleasing to you, that's the second step, which is enjoy. So let's say you're in a restaurant and you're like, oh, we got a seat next to the kitchen and it's noisy and uh, you know, you're 
the mind naturally goes to the negative because as humans, that's how we survived as a species. Something bad happened and we're like, oh, I'm going to remember that. He fell off the cliff over there. So our minds are naturally going to the negative. So we have to train ourselves to focus on the positive. So breathe into your body and notice what is what is pleasing to you and bring your mind there. But I want to say specifically, do not fake it. Don't pretend that you're happy when you're not. What mm-hmm. is preferable is to see if you can bring your attention towards something that you can please you or that you are grateful for. Because being fake and pretending that you're happy when you're not is is really bad for your health and it increases your stress. Even fake smiling mm-hmm. is bad. Mm-hmm. Smiling is really good for your for your body. I have this program called 21 Days of Happiness. I have so many programs. But smiling <laughs> actually makes people happier, but fake smiling makes people depressed. So rather than fake smiling, think about what actually pleases you and try to bring your attention there. And if you are in a relationship, wow. you know, and you're generally doing that, then when you are unhappy, your partner is going to notice your wife, your husband or your boo is going to be like, baby, what's wrong? Because that's not your nature. They can see that your nature is joy. So when something takes you out of yourself, they're going to be like, whoa, 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 what's going on? I hope people are taking notes right now. Yeah, no, this is good. <laughs> Listen, not, you better, you better I, get the notepad on because I have a, a lot of jewels tonight. being dropped. Yeah, like that. That's really good. And what it, it brings to mind the idea of like smiling through the pain, right? I know everybody here has heard that before, like smile mm-hmm. through the pain, right? Because at least from what I've heard psychologically, when you smile, it releases certain endorphins into your yes. body, right? Which yes. can make pain yep. more like endurable. Right. Or even like this idea of faking until you make it. Right. So kind of like smiling in public, even though you might be miserable in private. Right. Until your your outside matches your inside. Right. right so like what right. what do you think of that? Well, I think there's a place for that because. I mean, there's that. Look, we are black people. Something's going to happen on any given day that is going to test your nerves and you're going to have to push through some unpleasantry or something, you know, be it at work, your kids or whatever, even turning on the news. Um, and so sometimes you just have to push through those things, Mm -hmm. but the balance of that is where is your soft place to land? Mm -hmm. Your relationship should be a place for me. I have a a, a man and a a lover. I want that to be my place where I can cry, where I can say I'm hurting, where I can, you know, where I can express my anger and have wow. them love me and hold me and say, baby, that shouldn't have happened to you. I'm so sorry. Let's, you know. So your lover should be an extension of your best friend or your best friend. Would that be some wow. advice that we could throw out there? Yeah, for sure. If you can't call your, your lover, your, your companion, your best friend, yeah. you know, should you further this relationship? That's yeah. another hot take because I, really yeah. um, I saw a really good video on Instagram about you know, that, that's debatable because not all spouses are our best friends with it. Of mm-hmm. course, you know, you like each other, but not, and it, it brings to mind, you know, I know um, Dr. Umar Johnson, you did an interview with the Breakfast Club. I believe this was last week, right? Very, very controversial interview as always. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. he mentioned that marriage is an economic contract, right? Like more than anything in America, we're kind of brainwashed into this idea of love right like a marriage is built on love when in every other society marriage is like unions and bonds and economic contracts like uniting villages and tribes and families right Mm -hmm. right that's just so because you don't necessarily need to be best friends or even friends with somebody to understand the greater importance of a union as powerful as marriage right but Mm. i I mean you know different strokes 
Oh, right. Yes. Right. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And I, I would love to speak to that because I mentioned, um, you know, that I lived in, I grew up in Ghana as a child and that's my cultural home. So I really do come at this from a very kind of indigenous African perspective where I do think that your, um, your life partner really should be an alliance. Right. And that's because, you know, living in, in Ghana, I got to spend uh, many years raised in a royal family. And there's certain kind of teachings that you get when you're raised in a royal family. And um, so you, in an African context, I would think of each of you as like a king or a queen. And what that means is that there's nobody above you paying your bills and telling you what to do. You are an independent person and you are actually you have a message and a mission in the world that you're spreading. Right. And so I think that each of you will be a king or a queen. And so in that African context, you would have a council of five different people. And the first, and and if you, in the traditional sense, when you find one person that has three of these in that one person, that would be somebody that you marry. But if you can't find one person that has three of the five in that one person, you don't get married. Like the queen mm. of England. I mean, she did. She did get married, but he's not king. Wow. Right. Away. But the right. point is, you know, right. so there is, I know it's it's a little bit, it's not the Disney version. I don't do Disney version. Right. I'm like, no, who your number one person is a person that knows about money and things. And that yeah. person, it could be your husband. It could be that you hire a lawyer and accountant. Traditionally in Africa, it would be your mother and father. Right. 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 Somebody that you can trust. And then the right. second one is your lover. Now, sometimes, you have a lover and they're not your husband. They don't know nothing about money. You don't really think this is the type of person you would want to have kids with, you know? So you don't get married to somebody who only can do one of the five. You want mm-hmm. to make sure you get the full package to have a full alliance. Otherwise you have a council of people. So I think that ideally, yes, you should marry, you should never marry someone if you can't really trust them to be, you know, on your team. Right. Or life. What I would say to that is when when my husband and I first got married or maybe about a year into the into our marriage and I've been married now for uh, 18 and a half years um, is that but we've been together for like 26 years. And so, yeah. And so for me, I felt like we needed a mission statement. We needed we needed a family mission statement. Right. We didn't have kids yet or anything like that, but it was important to be able to verbalize what are we doing here? You know, and and for and and what not only what are we doing, but what what is our level of commitment? Because as like Quezzy was saying, um, you know, I don't necessarily believe in that whole this is my best friend thing. For some people, that's great. Um uh, you know, those you guys know me. You know, I ha- had a best friend. I have a cut, and she passed away. But I also have mm-hmm. other best friends that like hold me up and hold me down when I need that. And yes, Mina is one of them. I love her. Um, yeah. But those, but that is to me. I f- I feel like it can be a lot of pressure to put on your spouse to be all things. Mm-hmm. Yes. You're going to be my yes. husband. You're going to be the father of my children. You're going to be my best friend. We're going to do that. Mm, I feel like that is a little bit too much. And I don't want to put the title of best friend on my husband. 
he's already doing the husbandy things. <laughs> You know, husbandy things. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's just me. That's just me. Okay. So what if, and I'm just throwing this out, you know, being, you know, the advocate on here, the the opposite. Devil's advocate. Um, Yeah. yeah, Devil's advocate. So if your husband is looking for a feminine energy for that best friend and it is not you, is he allowed to go outside and find that energy that he desires? Look at Quincy. <laughs> yeah, your wife must not be watching this. Oh my god! Yeah, I'm, you know, if that's not my thing, you know, anything. Let's get said, into it. I want to know. Is, he ain't scared of getting into it. He, we're not talking. He didn't say anything about lovers. He didn't say no, lovers. I didn't say nothing about he lovers. He said he said feminine energy, which yeah, is a different thing. Oh. It's a different thing. Uh-oh. It really is. Because, th- and I think that's such an important distinction to make that you do get different energies from different kinds of people. You can have a, ma- a really good male friend. I have a really good male friend, a couple of really Uh-oh. good male friends that bring kind of more of a feminine energy, you know? Um, and I love that energy. I need that energy in my life and I appreciate that energy. Um, and so I, 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 I think that's a really interesting, yes, yeah, Mina. Yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, talk about that. I think we need to be honest that we're not your average women. No. So don't get us on here acting like we're your average women. Y'all are spokespeople for all the women. Y'all <laughs> so speaking we, for all the women. We're not speaking right for all the women. No, we are not. <laughs> um, we, are, we are not. I'll tell you one thing I can say, and Kenny, you tell me if this is right. One thing that Kenya and I are on board with is that we are going to be happy. Mm. <laughs> We're going to be happy. Our not a lie be- detected, girl. Not a <laughs> lie detected. Okay. That's, you know, and that all the women I coach, I'm like, you running after somebody for your happiness. I'm like, stop that. Find your happiness, you know, and then enjoy your husband. So mm. um, I'll tell you. So I have a friend. I already, I already said his name, Derek. I talk to Derek for like an hour every day because I'm disorganized and Derek is very, very organized. Derek is not my lover, but I talk to him every day, sometimes in the afternoon, sometimes at night. And I'm like, how do I do this thing on my calendar? I got this microphone. I don't know how to make it work. Mm-hmm. And my lover's like, I'm so glad you have Derek. <laughs> he's like, but he's part of the council, oh, right? He's wow. part of the five. Yes. Right. Yes. Yes, honey, and she is speaking a word because, yeah, for sure. And the the whole reason I bring this up, y'all, is just because we we're talking. Let's let's talk about insecurities, right? Yeah, yeah. So if you're insecure with yourself, within yourself, and you can't trust yourself on a certain level, then how are you going to trust this other person? You know what I'm saying? You're going to be like, well, I know what I would do if I was in that situation, right? If I was around that masculine energy. And mm. I was tempted to do something. I know what I would do, but that's not necessarily what your your significant other would do, right? In well, and masculine energy or feminine energy isn't necessarily sexual energy. You know, it's no. not. It's, yeah, so it's not. It doesn't have to go that far, or it can. This is so good. But by the way, before we continue, I know we have another chat in the comments. We definitely want to be interactive with our audience. If you have any other questions or feedback. Please post it in the comments. And while you're at it, subscribe to us on YouTube at Heal the Hood and also follow us on Instagram at 
ACH.show. But back to that you. That button right now. You see where I'm pointing? It's somewhere right, right? there. Somewhere right Just there. click it if you're enjoying this conversation. <laughs> Can so, we address this con this uh, this question? Do yeah, women know yeah. how to stay in their lane? <laughs> Before we answer the question, is, right. is the name Cayenne? Is the it name Cayenne? is Cayenne. Cayenne. Cayenne like Cayenne. the pepper because she's coming in hot. She right. coming in hot with that she's question. I want to yeah, me and you sprinkled it on the show. Well, okay, I got to say something for the women who are not here. So there's some women who are not here going to look at that and be like, what is a woman's lane? A woman can do whatever she wants. And, right. and I, I want to say that do women know how to stay in their lane? Probably not. Mm. Honestly because they're not sure what lane that they want. Mm -hmm. That I will be an advocate for women knowing what lane do you want to be in? Figure out what lane you want to be in and then stay in it. Because mm. I get too many complaints from women. You know, that's a lot of what I'm doing. It's like, they're doing a lot of stuff they don't want to be doing. They're like, I'm always with the kids and I always do the dishes. And I don't, I'm like, if you don't want to be doing all that, don't be doing all that. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like if you created that, I'm gonna give you an example. When I had my first child, I was in labor for three days. I had a home birth. So mm. you know, no medication or anything. It was actually quite beautiful, but it was a lot of work. <laughs> and then when my baby Resilience. girl finally came out, I'm tired. Okay. You and think? I'm tired. So in the night, you know, I breastfeed her, put her down, and then she's still crying. And my husband leans over to me. He's like, the baby's crying. I was like, I can hear that, but I'm tired. And I, I can hear that. That's a true champion right there. I'm just back to sleep because I up. just baby. had a baby. Right? <laughs> right. Like, like, you know, but right. I learned that from my mother. She said, mm. whatever you create is what you're going to have. Absolutely. So I remember three days later, we're putting the baby to sleep. I know I'm talking about a baby, but you extrapolate that to whoever relationship. Mm -hmm. Right. So the baby was sleeping and me and my husband were tiptoeing around. And my mom said, if you tiptoe around now, you're going to have to tiptoe around forever. She's Ooh. like talking normal voices, play music, mm -hmm. watch TV. If you tiptoe mm -hmm. now, you're going to have to be tiptoeing for years. Mm -hmm. oh you're going to train your baby that you have to be like a prisoner in your house. No, oh, right, right. But so also train, like, but you also have to train your husband that you are not a single parent. If you're or or your partner or your right. wife or whatever your situation is, whatever right. whoever you are, are partnered with, that it is not just your job. Yes. To and I did exactly the same thing. I'm pumping, I'm pumping, I'm like, here, I'm sleeping oh. through the night tonight. Yes, okay, yes. absolutely. I don't care if this baby screams bloody murder. I don't care what is happening. I'm going to sleep through it like a baby. Here's the bottle. Enjoy yourself. Figure it out. And that, you know? I mean, that's fair. That's fair. But it's like, again, boundaries, right? Like boundaries, expectations, and like a, an understanding between both yes. partners. Because yes. let's say the man is the primary breadwinner, right? He's up at 4 a.m. every day and he's putting in hours mm -hmm. on work, making money, bringing home, paying the mortgage, right? So yes. there should be an understanding between both of them. Like if the baby is crying at three in the morning and I got to work it for it, then that's something that you should have stewardship over. Right. So just, I mean, conversation. Not necessarily, but okay. Okay. I don't know. Not necessarily. It's a conversation. Uh -oh. no. it's get up no. an hour early. Get up Be an hour early tired. and change some diapers. Okay. Get, get up, up an hour early. And get it in and stop yeah. complaining. Conversation. <laughs> I mean, the main thing, I, you know, I'm here for love. I'm here as a stand for love. And what matters is that these two people are happy. You know, right. don't get 
come come home and hear, oh, well, Kenya said this or Yasmina said that, and now woo 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 woo. You know, you need to be happy with your man yeah. in your house. Can I say one thing too about about uh, circling back to the staying in your lane question? Um, what I believe, especially with women, and I tell people this, I've told husbands this, I've had coaching with people on this particular topic, and those people will know exactly what I'm referring to. A woman, and probably very likely men too, but I'm not a man, so I can't speak on that. But uh, we change. We change. Over time, I always say that 40 is like a magical age. You turn 40 and it's like, whoa, the start, mm. you, you start feeling yourself. Okay. Mm. And that's just the beginning, right? And so if, oh, yes, you're you starting know? to get a little sprinkling, mm -hmm. might have a little, it's a little, you know, paprika, you mm. know, a little, you know, you're, you're expanding, you know expand, expanding your seasoning. Absolutely. And so, are you going to stay in the lane that you started in when you were 20 or whatever? Because I know I've been with my husband for decades and I am not the same. Mm -hmm. I am a different person. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm the same person. The same. Uh, yeah, well, right. Just because and so you, just cause you grow on, in the number and age doesn't mean that sure. you change your personality because there's a lot it doesn't of 40, 50 year olds that still act like 16 year olds. Absolutely. Mm. But I do think that one should be prepared for a certain type of growth that maybe you were not anticipating. Yeah. Right. So a lot of, you know, wives will start off with the, uh, whatever you like, whatever you like. like <laughs> okay. They'll start off like that. And then you get 10, 15 years down the line and that is not her jam anymore. She's she has changed. She's grown. She's got some sort of career. She's that's that has changed over time. And so is she supposed to stay in her original lane or does he have to adapt to her new lane or he or her or them? Do they have to adapt? Oh, my goodness. Time out. <laughs> so I, that's a really good question, because something I wrote down to ask, and it also it's in line with what Kenya just asked. What do you do, it, you know, within the topic of, of mindful dating and mindful relationships? Yeah. What do you do if your happiness conflicts? If you as a partner mm -hmm. have a desire mm -hmm. that conflicts mm -hmm. with your partner's desire, right? Like just what Kenya was saying, if a man married a woman because she, like some people might see that as submissive, but at the same time, submissive isn't always a bad thing. I mean, no. submissive is, no. it's required in a healthy relationship, but on both mm -hmm. ends, right? Mm -hmm. So like what Kenya was just referring to, if that's, the man's standard for the relationship. Like, this is what I expect from you and I meet your expectations, but then she's changing, right? Mm -hmm. Not for the better, or for the worse, but just changing. And she decides to do something outside of that expectation. What do you do next? Well, you know, I know there's a scripture in Proverbs that says that, you know, if you make an agreement and you regret it, you gotta break it. So I Ooh. think that it's, mm -hmm. I think that it's important from the Bible, people. <laughs> I think it's important to you use the word Quasi, you use the word expectations a little bit, going back a little bit. And I think that's very important. Um, one of my spiritual teachers is Reverend Deborah Johnson, and she said that every relationship ends because of unmet expectations. Oh man. 
relationships end because of unmet expectations. So what's really important to think about is, first of all, did you ever say these expectations out loud? Like, you know, a lot of times what we're talking about crazy has never been discussed mm-hmm. at all. People yeah. just have expectations. They Make even get married, but they, it's assumptions. But it's never been discussed what this expectation like. Did you actually say it? Mm-hmm. That you had this expectation? Right. Right. Did you ask for the person to agree? And did they agree? Right. Yeah. Right. Sometimes yeah. women do a thing. I hate to say it, but I'm a woman coach. Women do a thing where we'll say something that is, you know, we'll say something, but you didn't actually ask. You didn't say, will will you do this? You know? Wow. So I think wow. it's, it's important to name what your expectation is if it's something that you really need. And and this is the thing, because I, I, I'm known as a marriage saver. I like saving mm. marriages. Ooh. I do. It's one of my favorite things. Nice. And one of the things I find is that a lot of times, more than 70% of the time, it's a woman who leaves. Right. Usually that it's just true. an emotional thing. It that just crosses true. over a line where she's like, you know what? I had it. And then she can't go back. Right. And so I'm like, let me catch mm. them before they could hash over that line. And oftentimes wow. the husband has no idea. They're like, that yep. thing that you said, it didn't seem important. <laughs> but then at a certain point again. it was. You know what I mean? So I'm like, I think not to threaten, but to let it be known. Like with my right. son, I remember this one time I asked him to wash the dishes and Mm. he just was like ignoring me. And I was like, it's really important that you do it. And I came home and he gets his backpack. He's about to walk out the door with his friends. Uh You have to have a tone in your voice Uh when you're serious. Right. Mm. Don't be specific, but let it be known. And I said, if you walk out that door, I think you're going to regret it. Right. Mm. And he walked out the door. I I sat down. I sat down. I thought about, yeah. okay, how am I going to handle this? Because I already said yeah. words don't mean anything, right? right? My actions that, are right. going to speak. So oh, I thought to myself, is a, uh, uh, what do you call it? Storage place right yeah. out my window over there. I was like, yeah. he's going to come home and all his stuff going to be gone. His entire bedroom, yep. no bed, no yep. TV, no yep. nothing, not a shoe, nothing. Right. I'm yeah. a, I'm a I was like, I'm going to go to the store. <laughs> I'm gonna buy him some plain white t-shirts and black sweatpants and some ugly shoes. I'm oh, like, wow. I right. was like, okay. And oh, I just wow. went in my room for three minutes and I thought about how I'm gonna handle this. So next time I tell him I'm serious, he's not gonna play with me. Right. Three minutes later, he comes back in the house. He said, I changed my mind. He just started washing the dishes. I didn't even say anything. Ooh, he felt the energy. When you are serious, let your energy, let it be known with your energy. Mm. I am not playing. This is wow. important to me. Mm. Wow. Yes. And that, don't that's say nothing amazing. else. Absolutely. Let your actions speak. That's Absolutely. You know, take your credit you card, go to a hotel for me. You'll be like, dang, she really was serious about that garbage. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. You know, but don't get divorced. I'm saying before you get divorced, take serious, strong action for what you need. Right. Yeah. yeah. And I, um, I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead, if it's okay with everybody, I have got to address this question that's oh, in the yeah. chat. Before you do. Before <laughs> and, you I, do. and I'm going to, yes, question. Yes, yes. Subscribe on YouTube, at Heal the Hood. Follow us on Instagram at ach.show. I can already tell this is an 
incredible classic. This is an instant classic. Yes, I'm I love so this. Grateful. I love this. So Heidi, Heidi, thank you so much for asking this question because this I see this so often. <clears throat> Excuse me, everybody. Her question is, how do you feel about making lists of what you want or expect in a partner? When do they become too rigid? Oh, my, oh my gosh, I have this conversation so often. And I'm just going to say, give my opinion, because I want to hear what Yasmina says about this. I feel like making lists is very similar when you're in a relationship to having a um a mission statement. If you're making a list on what, what you want in a partner, it is putting the energy into the universe, writing it down. It's just like that whole, um, that whole statistic of the more things that you write down, those are the things that get done. As opposed to you just say to yourself, I'm going to do this. And then you don't write it down. You, you get unorganized. You forget to come back to it. All of those things. And so I'm wondering if it's the same thing in seeking your partner. If you're like, this is what I want in a partner. And I'm putting that energy on paper out in the universe for my eyes so that I, if I need to, I can refer back to it. But then is there a point where it's taken too far? I need a man that's six foot 2.3. He's got to be brown skinned with a low fade. He has to look good in purple. He has to have make, he has to make at least a hundred thousand dollars a year, but I want him home every night at three so we can spend time together. You know, when do we get too rigid and or unrealistic? And does that impede our ability to find real love if we're that rigid? Ma'am. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna swerve a little bit here yeah. as I do. Um, I often, I like the way that you uh, earlier, Kat, you mentioned about, you know, the whole Disney thing. I'm not, I'm not for the Disney thing and I'm not really speaking to that. So I would say what I know works for people um, is when you think about what you want, you're thinking about, I want, I want, I want, I want. You're spiritually saying that you don't have it and you're like mm. expressing lack and it creates mm. a kind of needy energy. Scarcity. So monster. rather than thinking yes. about, I want, I want, I want, just change it to, I love. I love and begin to radiate that from the inside of yourself. If wow. you're wanting to be in, with somebody who's uh, abundant, then you feel abundant. Even if you're unemployed right now, like, you know, do you have a bed? Do you make your bed so you feel like a queen? You know, do you, can you oil your are hair? Are you the things that you're asking for? That's mm. all. Become <laughs> the person that you really want to be. And again, yeah. there is those, there is the yin and yang, the kind of balance thing. For example, if you like a man that is generous, and this is interesting because most women, you can Google this, most women, one of their number one things that they look for in a man is generosity, mm. which is interesting because one of the number one things that turns a man off is a woman who seems greedy or too focused on money. So it's just mm. very interesting because these things are from evolutionary biology. You're a woman, you have babies, you know, you think of caveman times or something like that. It's like, this guy's got to be able to provide some meat so that I can actually survive, <laughs> you know, so the species can survive. And this yeah. guy is like, she can't, you know, hold me down too much to where we're not going to survive. But my point is, if a man, if a woman, for example, is wanting a man who can give to her, 
Is she able to receive? Does she have the type of energy where she's a gracious receiver, the kind of person that a man wants to give to because of your countenance and who you are? So I would, and the last thing I want to say about lists. So first, the first thing I said was, I like to repeat myself because I'm a teacher. One, are you being the kind of person to attract what you love? So I'm swapping out that word desire because it creates a needy energy mm. to love what mm -hmm. you love and you radiate what you love. You be what you love. The second thing is, I just want to list off real quick in this indigenous African context. And I'm a believer that all human beings came from Africa. So this is all of our heritage. I don't know who's listening, but a lot of things that we in an indigenous African cultural way think about people in the West don't even have on the list. Mm. So number mm. one, does this person understand this world? Can mm. they pay their bills? Do they know how to have insurance? Do they know how to like do things in the world? You know, and mm -hmm. number two, are they a good lover? Do they mm -hmm. give you orgasms? Not what mm -hmm. size dick do they have or how tall are they? Do they please you? Do they ring your bell to where you're satisfied? Mm -hmm. That should be on the list. Not mm -hmm. how tall or how whatever. It's you, mm -hmm. it's your body, mm -hmm. you know? And then number three, is this the kind of person that you would wanna have kids with or you'd want your children to grow up to be like this person? Mm -hmm. Are they a spiritual leader? Are they somebody that you, and you're embodying your own spiritual practice, do they support you in that? Can you walk in righteously with this person? Or do you have to kind of keep them in the shadow because you know they can do this and that, but honestly, they're not the type of person to bring home. <laughs> no, if you get sick and they run your household, that's the fifth thing. Can they run things and you feel is good enough? Maybe it's not how I would do it, but it's good enough. Right. These are things that from an African indigenous perspective, it's a really different list. It's not how much you earn, or da, 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 you know, but yes. it's qualities of character. And back to number one, are you radiating that yourself? Are you being that person? Mm. Wow, that is, mm. that's really, really good. And I, so we literally have 10 minutes left. I'm gonna remind y'all, subscribe to Heal the Hood on YouTube. We're giving mm -hmm. classic after classic, value after value. This has been amazing so far. We have a few mm -hmm. minutes left and maybe time for two more questions, maybe. That was an mm -hmm. outstanding answer. And you wanna read this question, Kenya? Sure. Um, when men start dating a woman, should he understand what husband means in Greek? Husband in Greek means he is a head, head of the family out front in battle. Is that his lane if the woman is trying to seriously date? That is a multi-layered question, but I also want to I want to also say that, you know, we're we're not it, relationships aren't just men and women. Relationships are men and men, women and women. And mm -hmm. so we've got a certain energy, masculine, feminine, maybe yes. that we should, yes. you know, that we should uh, yin yang, masculine, feminine. Um, mm -hmm. And so that's a really interesting question. It is. It what do you, what do you, what do you I, think about that? Yeah, Mina, before you answer, I so I wrote something down that's mm -hmm. an even broader scope but it's gonna yeah. help to answer this question. And what I ask is how important is communication in a relationship, right? Like including this, right? Including this understanding of what, because husband can have a completely different meaning to like an independent woman versus a dependent woman or an independent man versus a dependent man, understanding what they wanna need from that masculine energy. So in terms of communication, how important is that in a healthy relationship? Mm. Mm. Well, 
I'm not Greek. I'm African. So I, I take I take my lead from more uh, African traditions. That's just me. I'm just answering mm -hmm. for my for myself. <laughs> and I coach a lot. I coach a lot of, of white women. I coach women from London, Paris, all over, even men too, Asian men, black men. However, I come from an African indigenous perspective. So no, for me, I don't think it's important what husband means in Greek. No, I mm -hmm. do, but I will say I know that biblically. Because I'm, I'm for the Bible, especially the book of Proverbs, the book of wisdom. And it says, um, get her wisdom for she is more valuable than rubies. So I grew up with a mother that was always pointing that out. We read the book of Proverbs every single day. It's 31 chapters. So the first day of the month, read chapter one and keep going through and over and over and over. So this idea that I, as uh, an embodiment of the feminine and wisdom and that I am actually what is the prize of um, a man. I am the prize. And so that gives me a certain way that I move in the world since I was a little girl. I'm like, I'm not trying to dress up and put heels or do something to like have somebody come to me. I, I, I am the prize. I'm leaning back to see who gets to be in my company, you know? Mm -hmm. right, right, right. So communication, mm -hmm. it's it's so important. And also back to what Kat said, knowing yourself first, mm. you know, really taking Amen. time. Mindfulness is about being present in the present moment, like feeling our own hearts and knowing what's really inside. You know, I know mm -hmm. Ayala Van Zandt, she says, keep your heart open and your legs closed. <laughs> I gotta as say, do many oh, as do many mothers. <laughs> I, I'm very sex positive, but I agree with her. I'm like, you need uh -oh. time to get to know this person to see, you know, based on my criteria. I already said they're pretty. Would you? I tell my daughter, I said, don't have sex with anyone unless you'd be willing to have a child with them. She's like, mm -hmm. I'm not having kids. I'm like, I don't care if you never have kids. Don't have sex with anybody unless you'd be willing to have. Set a, a child with them. That yeah. is a standard. Oh man, yeah. that's a standard. You're gonna let this person inside of your body, or you're gonna get yourself inside somebody's body. You don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know who they are or what they come with. We mm -hmm. get into the hot takes now. Yeah, y'all don't know about this new generation. We haven't. Even, know about I think we just talk. grazed the surface. I gotta answer this. We just grazed the surface. Please answer this. And like, wants to answer this. This is another one. Another one. going back to the Bible, should women and men date more than one person at a time? I say yes, absolutely. I say yes, absolutely. I want you to think about Cinderella. You guys ever see that movie, Cinderella, the Disney movie? Go back and watch it. It's a great movie, except it's backwards. Because in the West, they got people backwards and they got women chasing men. They got it all backwards. Wow. Because in nature, almost every single animal in nature is the male that chases the female. The masculine right. that chases the feminine. That's right. The feminine is receptive before? and cultivates receptivity. So if you look at the Disney movie, you see the prince. Now, women, look at that prince and model yourself after him. He's looking at all these line of women lining up, right? He's and a he's prince. checking them out. He's checking them out to decide which one. And he's bored. You know why he's bored? Because they're throwing themselves at him. And he's like, that, this he doesn't see what he likes. If you go to yeah. a restaurant, and it could be a good restaurant. 
But if there's nothing on the menu that you want, if I'm a vegan and somebody takes you to a freaking steakhouse, I'm gonna be bored. <laughs> yeah. Somebody from there, like, man, and, this steak is freaking delicious. And throwing yourself at somebody, usually, this is so I'm gonna get a bit nerdy here. We are primates. Mm. We are primates. Primates in nature, the only time the female chases the male is if she has parasites or she's been ostracized from her group. So there's something inside our hormones. It's not rational that when a woman is chasing a man, he's like something inside his body says, this is not right. He might not, it's not a thought, it's, it's hormones. Just like you get turned on by somebody, you don't know why. You could be married, but somebody turns you on. You can't help it, it wasn't a thought, you didn't choose it. So I'm just saying we are actually animals. And if you don't right. like to think about this, but you better recognize that you are. I know that's and when right. You're chasing after somebody is repelling. So the, look at the Disney movie. When Cinderella walks in that room, she walks in there and she spins around in her dress and she's looking at the lights. Oh she, my she wasn't thinking about him. She did not come to meet the prince. She came to dance. She came to be happy. Watch it. She spins well, let, around. Let me ask she's you like, this. Ooh. Let me ask you this. Because that, that yes. is like, I believe there's a lot of validity to that. But then yes. I log into Instagram and that's mm -hmm. basically like a billboard, an advertisement for all the single women, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking to myself, if I'm more conservative, right? And I want a man to pursue me, but there are all these women who are advertising themselves, right? And not just body parts, but like advertising themselves. How am I gonna stand out if I'm not speaking up as a woman? I'm a believer with my clients and I'm giving y'all a lot of stuff. Like I'm usually yeah. like 300 bucks an hour. I'm giving y'all everything. So and don't forget to tell them about my event. It's in the, so how you're going to stand out, you're going to stand out by being yourself. Yes. I know that you're going to, you, you might, I am telling you yes. what I know. Yes. I had a client and she told me when she did, she said, um, she told a whole room of 100 women this story about after one coaching session with me. She said, I went to a party and all these uh, men were talking to each other. And there was all these women that were like, you know, trying to get in and da, da, da. She said, I sat back in a chair and I watched. I didn't say a word. And she said, at one point, all the men stopped and they looked at me and they were like, who are you? Right. Mm. Right. Right. She's right. Fire. Right. That's right. I have another another ex client of mine. She met Snoop Dogg. Yes, I'm name dropping. In the van, everybody's smoking out. Da, da, da. All the girls are all over him. Da, da, da. She did what I told her. She sat down. She didn't say a word. At a certain point, he looked at her. He said, "Who are you?" <laughs> right. So you, she wasn't trying to jump in his lap. She was just enjoying, relaxing. She's and he said Absolutely. to her, "You know what's going on here, don't you?" And she said, mm "Hmm." He was like, "I like you." Right. Mm -hmm. So you just be yourself, know your value, mm -hmm. value yourself. And people will see that God's grace is visible. Mm -hmm. wow. mm -hmm. You got to end it on yeah. that right there. Yeah. <laughs> That's a hot take of the day. That's a hot take of the day. But yeah. tell us more about your event. So everybody knows you're a mindfulness coach. Obviously, you're very professional, very expert at what you do. But what is this event you have coming up on the night? Oh, wait, before I say that, I want to just finish up with Cayenne's question because she was getting the fiery questions and I appreciate that. Um, the reason I say you should definitely date more than one man is because of the ancient traditions. If we were in Africa, you would have all the women dancing together, all the men dancing together. If you looked at old movies and the British, they'd have everybody courting. It's called courting. So I believe that it's important to 
let me put it this way. If you don't have more than one option, then it's not really making a choice. Hmm. If there's not hmm. more than one option, you're not really making a choice. That's a big mistake people make. They date one person for a long time, then they're trying to decide yes or no. I'm like, wait a minute. You should be out there, you know, spending time with, not having necessarily having sex with, you know, with multiple people, and then you choose the best out of many options. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. not wait till you're three months in, and then you know you just stay because well, the sex is good or whatever, whatever. You know, I'm used to it. I don't want to be alone. I don't want to start over. Wow. So right, that's that. That's my answer to that question. And that, so, that really brings, yes. I have another question. You don't have to answer this right now because we're already nearing over time. But my next question is, how do we address the people who associate date, dating with sex, right? Or like dating with having, because that's what came to mind when she said, should women and men you, date? You got to come to my person? event. Right. Yeah, because that's okay. back to boundaries, back to boundaries. So <laughs> nah. the event is on May 10th. You just look up Eventbrite. Um, you can look up my name. Yes, Nina. May Park. 9th. May 9th. May 9th, May 10 to 11.30 is for extraordinary people living extraordinary lives and crafting an extraordinary love life. You could be married, you could be single, or are you committed to having an extraordinary love life? And right. it's a lot of fun. It is wow. a lot of fun, and I'm your co-host right here. Yes. I will also be there. And where can we get more information? I believe I have put it in the chat. Can I? Um, oh, no. So... So or we, you can if you, you can announce out, it. You can reach out to me on Instagram at Ruby Envy on Instagram. I will post it on Instagram, um, but I'll let y'all know through that. And uh, and it's you can uh, you'll be able to log on on Eventbrite. Yes, so that's how yes. you'll be able to sign up for that. And we'll also share it on the ACH.show page on Instagram yes. as well as I'm sure Heal the Hood on Instagram yes. and Facebook. Oh, yeah, so it won't everywhere. be hard to find. We'll put it on all the things. Amen. This Amen. was but fabulous. Thank yes, you so yes. Fabulous. So tell everybody you. if you have any kind of books out there, if you have a website, just, you know, all your uh, social your media books. outlets, emails, anything that you want for people to get in contact with you that are looking for your coaching. Um, just email me directly at mindfuldatingcoach at gmail.com. Hmm. Yep. Mindfuldatingcoach at gmail.com. And we will be putting that in all of our social medias as well. Absolutely. And is there any last words or thoughts that you'd like to leave with the people, our live audience, as well as those tuning in for the rebroadcast? You don't have to find a good man. Once you find yourself, you'll see a good man is standing right next to you. More than one. And I hope you pick a good one. And that's Come that on, on that. So is there anything you have to so find us on YouTube at Heal the Hood. Find us on Instagram at ach.show. My name is Questy. You can find me at Questy.dreams and also at our business page at Alignment Agency. That's at Alignment A-G-N-C-Y. We're Wealth and Wellness Unite. Where can they find you, Kenya? They can find me at Ruby Envy on Instagram, at Ruby Envy on Twitter, at Ruby Envy on pretty much all the things except for LinkedIn. You're going to find me at Kenya Asa. And uh, yeah, Ruby Envy Wellness, we support our clients in their journey on holistic health. Mm. So just to remind you one last time, if you enjoyed this uh, broadcasting, make sure you like, subscribe and hit the notification button. Um, our goal is to educate, motivate and inspire those across the country in our inner city communities 
how to heal yourself one day at a time. So make sure you tune in every Tuesday at 5, uh, 5 p.m. for our live broadcast on YouTube and Facebook. Um, you can rewatch or re-listen to the episode on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, all the, the podcasting networks out there. You just have to look up Heal the Hood. And if you want to follow your man Cat Fitness, you can follow me on IG at Cat Fitness 3, Facebook Cat Fitness, and my website is www.catfitnesswellnesscenter.com. Y'all, thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode. Hopefully you re-listen to this, share it, tag a friend and allow people to get all the jewels that you just received right now. We'll, we'll see you next time. Peace out. Stay with us for a second. Yes, Mina.